0: Welcome to the Green Dragons Mathematics segment called The Certainty of Death, Small Chance of Success. I'm Jeremy, and this is the second installment of this series in which I look at basically probability in our strategy battle game, Lord of the Rings, Hobbit, whatever you want to call it. So this episode actually got a lot of feedback that people liked it and they wanted to hear more. So I finally got around to doing it. It also takes a lot more work than almost all the episodes I've done before, because I'm updating my spreadsheet of probabilities and possibilities and trying to make it usable for everyone. So, the listeners, hopefully you get something out of this. It's going to have some really heavy maths content. So, enjoy that if you enjoy it. If you don't enjoy that, well, get the spreadsheet, play around with it and see what you can do with it. Because I'm sure you'll have some fun with that. Just seeing some numbers move around. I quite enjoy that. So, today I'm looking at shooting. So, shooting bow weapons, missile weapons into other models and working out how many shots we can expect and what what the outliers are, what's the unusual amount you can possibly get. So I've put a new page in my spreadsheet with shooting and I'm going to go through what I've included and then how I came about that and then some key examples that I found and ways to look it up yourself. So firstly, I wanted to consider shoot value of a model. So, in the game, we've got quite a few shoot values, and I've used a drop-down menu to go through them. First of all, we've got 6+, 5+, 4+, 3+, 2+. plus. So, I think there's some 6-plus models around. Uh, I can't remember them offhand, but I'm definitely sure there's a case somewhere. There's 2-plus models in Therindul, and there's auto-hit models like Legolas. So, I've included them all for a range of it. Uh, once again, I can't think of the 6-plus model offhand, but there's probably one around. If not, doesn't matter. So I've included this value for shooting. So you select a shoot value, so let's go 4+. plus. Then you need to choose the strength of the weapon. So this one, put in integers, so whole numbers, put in the strength of the weapon. You could put in other numbers and decimals and things, you might get something, but it's it's not going to work properly. So let's choose a normal bow. So let's go 4 plus shoot value and a strength 2 bow. Then you've got to choose the defense of your target. So once again, an integer, a whole number. Let's go a defense five target to shoot at. Pretty standard. Now, the next option you get is Did the shooter move? So, I've just got this as a very simple one zero yes no answer. So, you put one in if they moved, you put zero in if no. Let's say they didn't move, so leave it zero there. Now, the nice part here is I've got the number of in the way tests of each type. So, there's three types of in the way tests you've got your three plus. So this is for things like trees and fences and very light things that are unlikely to stop an arrow. You have your 4+, which is pretty much a standard. And then you have your 5+, which is things like fortresses and and defended fortifications. So you can put any number of these in there. So I could say, let's have one 3+, shoot in the way. And then let's have a 4+, in the way as well. Let's make it a really hard shot. So I've put both of those in. Then I can choose whether or not it's a poisoned weapon. So this is specifically blowpipes and Harrod weapons. So I'm going to say yes, it is. So you've got a poison blowpipe shooting. Or no, not a blowpipe. Let's go a, a poison bow. Could be a blowpipe. Now, my probability to hit comes straight out here. So my weapon, my strength to weapon, again, it's a defense 5 target. So for example, a Haradrim warrior shooting a bow and a Rohan Warrior who's got a 3 bus in the way, so a tree, and then a 4 bus in the way, a wall in between the target, we've got a 3% chance of hitting. I've got two decimal places, so 3.24, but I'll stick to using just 3%, whole numbers are easier. So 3% chance of shooting, which means I'm going to do an average, for my one shot, of 0.03 wounds per turn. So very unlikely at the moment. Now, One shot averages, you can probably work out. Most people can do this okay. Let's start to kick this up. Let's say I've got a volley of 10 shots. So suddenly I've got an average per turn of 0.32. So suddenly I'm getting a third of a wound a turn. And then let's go and turn it into, let's say I've got four turns of shooting, which is a reasonable amount. It's It's a long amount, but it's a reasonable amount. So I'm expecting an average wounds total now of 1.3 for my Bowman with lots of in-the-ways. Not not very many. Four turns of shooting, one wound on average. Very low. So I've got this worked out. The, the way I work this out, I included the shoot value. So I've taken the shoot value and I've converted that into a probability. So my 4 plus shoot value, I've said, was a 3 out of 6 chance on a die. Now that can be modified by did I move or not. So what I've said is to using my my probability and lots of if statements that if the shooter moved so you put the one there it subtracts one from that probability instead of being a three and six it turns it into a two and six So subtracts one obviously it cannot change that for the auto hit so it doesn't affect the auto hit and the six plus shoot value cannot get lowered so that stays at six plus i just thought of something with six plus if you're firing uh you've got a blinding light on your target so one of the magic spells you suddenly a six plus to hit then I've multiplied it by the in-the-way test. So, basically, if you have a 4-plus in the way, half the time, you're going to miss. So, I kept it in the back of the program as 3 and 6, just in case I ever need to modify that. But, basically, then you multiply it by 3 and 6. So, times it by a half. Half of, half of the shots are going to hit. So, that's simple enough to do. And then, I've got the poison weapon in. And what this does is allow you to re-roll ones. Now this is a little bit tricky. What I did is when I did my wound calculation, which I'll go into in a moment, I basically set it so that it gives you, it sets up the process again. So if you roll a one, a little bit of conditional probability, you get to have another chance of it. So it increases the probability a decent amount actually. The poison weapons are there. a bit of a surprise of this package. Now I had to use a huge amount of if statements for the strength of the weapon for the defense of the target, because there's multiple formulas for this. Basically, the formulas are, if the strength is two or more better than the defense, so two or more better, so say strength three to defense one, it's a three plus to hit. Three plus is the best you can do for wounding, so we'll leave it at that. Then, if it's one difference, so your strength is one higher than the defense, or equal, it's a four plus to wound, a 50-50 to wound. Then, if you're either one or two behind, so your strength is, say, two, and the fence is either three or four, it becomes five plus to hit. Then you have another formula for six plus to hit, which is uh, basically the, the two to five, so three difference or four difference, and it goes up like that, and then you get to the point where it's multiple dice rolls rolling that. I set that up with a huge amount of if statements, and it just checks each formula to see if it's met the requirements, so it will always work out the strength to defense very nicely. I'm definitely going to use that comparison for the wounding when I get up to wounding as well. And when I combine that with my fight, it's going to be really good. It's part of the reason I did shooting first. So the spreadsheet, I've got six rows where you can fill that in. We filled in the first one and we worked out one average wound per total. Now let's just see if I change it and let's get rid of the three plus in the way. That's gone. And now suddenly I'm looking at two wounds on average. So that's pretty solid. 1.94. An average of basically half a wound a turn, that's quite good as well. I've got something that I quite like, and I'm quite proud of. I've got a big long set of statistics down the bottom, which will actually work out the probability of getting a certain number of wounds. Because I thought everyone can work out the average themselves pretty well, but what I find is when I'm playing a game, someone will get some number that they think is really far away from the average And they'll complain a lot. They'll say, this is ridiculous. What's the chance of getting this? It's not fair. Blah, 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 blah. So I've set this up using binomial distribution. So I'm using binomial distribution to work out the number of combinations of of wounds. So basically what I want to do is find out how many ways I can get one wound. And then I can use that to multiply the probability. Because the probability of of getting one wound, I can use a binomial distribution formula for. So I use combinations. Combinations. So this one, it's written as n and then a k underneath it in brackets, which is basically means the number of successes. So k is the number of successes, the bottom number, in n, which is the top number, n trials, the amount of trials. So let's say I want to find out how many ways I can get one success in a trial that involves four steps, four tri- trials. What I'm going to do is I'll put in my, my combinations formula n is the number of trials, so that's going to be 4, and k is the number of successes, it's going to be 1. So 4 over 1, and lots of math programs do this. What they do is they take the n factorial divided by the k factorial times, brackets, n minus k factorial. And what this means is you get the top number being a factorial. Now, factorial is a number times the number 1 below it, times the number be- 1 below it, times the number 1 below it, until you get to 1, then you stop. So 4 factorial, for example, be 4 times 3 times 2 times 1. Stop. The chance of getting the number of combinations of 1 in a set of 4 trials would be 4 times 3 times 2 times 1, all divided by k factorial. k factorial is 1 factorial, just 1. 1 times n, 4, minus k, 1. So 3 factorial, 3 times 2 times 1. And then the three times two times one cancel each other out, and you end up with four different ways to get that. And that's really handy because four different ways to do that you times that by the chance of getting your one success, and then you times it by the remainder of trials. So we've got we need one success, so the chance of getting one success, followed by times the chance of getting a failure three times because we need three failures and one success. So to do that, we get this formula for binomial distribution, which is n over k, so the combination of the probability of a success to the power of the number of successes you want times one minus the probability of success to the power of the number of trials minus number of successes. Very ugly way of explaining it, but it's it's a common formula and it works really well. It's very accurate as well. It gives you it gives you the exact numbers. So what this means in my original example which i've currently got as being 10 shots at shoot value of 4 plus strength 2 weapon defense 5 target stayed still one in the way of a 4 plus poison weapon four turns the chance of getting no wounds is about 14 percent, so that's roughly one in seven i think offhand that's pretty pretty solid chance of not getting any wounds Then we've got an equal, very close to equal, very close to equal number chance of getting one or two wounds. Even though my average wounds is two, the probability of getting one wound is actually higher than the probability of getting two wounds because it hits a wall when it gets to zero, which throws the probability off. So you've actually got a better chance of getting one wound when your average is close to two than you do of getting two, which is interesting in itself. And they're both very close to, to 28%. The the chance of getting one wound is a hair higher, not much at all. Then you've got an 18% chance of getting three wounds, uh, 8 8.5%, eight so just 8% chance of getting four wounds, 3% chance of getting five wounds, 1% chance of getting six wounds, and then the others you drop down quite a bit. Now, you could get up to 40 wounds. If all your hits wounded, you could do that, But I've got the probability set to only four decimal places as a percentage. So basically, it's it's less than one in a million. It's quite substantially less than one in a million, this one. But it's possible. So what I've done is I've blacked out the ones that are impossible. So 41 is blacked out. Can't possibly get it. But 40 is white. Now, all the way from 12, it's less than one in a million. So you're looking at incredibly low chances. But it's possible. But... I've also color-coded it so you can see where the the most common results are, and it's around the one or two. So someone here would probably expect to be getting two wounds. They say, that's the average. That's the average. I'll get two wounds. But it's more likely they'll get one wound. Even then, that's only a 28% chance. So the rest of the time, that's still not... It's less than half the time. Around a quarter of the time, you're going to be getting that. So there's lots of different possibilities there. And what I've done next to that is a comparison... To the, the chance to get at least that amount of wounds. So the chance to get at least one wound, so one or more wounds, is 86% chance here. So this is good to know if you have to do a specific amount of wounds to in order to get the game. To get at least four wounds, looking at a 13% chance, which is which is solid. You can do that. So there's different ways to look at it, and you can see the chances, and once again they, they diminish very quickly there's a 100% chance, I've left the crop column as 100% chance to get zero wounds or more, which is just fine. I've just done that for aesthetics as much as anything. That's pretty obvious. Now, the problem with the binomial distribution is it only works if the probability is the same. And this is the part that's racked my brain the most about this spreadsheet. I wanted a way to combine different shoots. So let's say some of my shots are going through in the ways and some of them are not. So instead, let's use the same example, but let's say half my shots are going to go in the way and half of them are going to be clear shots. So what I'm going to do is put th- the two profiles now. I've got two profiles. I'm going to do five shots each profile. Shoot value four plus the same strength, weapon the same two. The first one's going to get in the way. The second one's not. They're still both poisoned. And we're still going for four turns each. So I put the four turns in both my profile one and profile two on my spreadsheet in the gray boxes. Now what's it saying is in the top lo- row, my average number of wounds over the four turns is just uh, just about one. The, the bottom one is two. So, once again, I've improved on it by missing out in the ways. Now, I've got the two different profiles, two different columns of the binomial distribution. So, we can see the results. So we can see the chance of getting a two wounds, for example, on the first profile, so the first five shots with the in the way, is 18%. The chance of getting the two wounds is going to be 29% for the next one, so much higher than that. But in the last column... I've got the total chance using Poisson Distribution. Now, this is using exponentials to model the, the distribution. And it's pretty close to accurate. The more shots we have, the more accurate it gets. But for our, our purposes, it's actually pretty pretty good. What you'll notice is if you only do one, you'll see a, a couple percentages difference. But as you get more and more shots, it gets more accurate. Now, this tells me straight away that the most likely outcome is 2 Two wounds followed very closely by three wounds so my average number of wounds here once again is three so one from the the first five shots two from the second five shots gives me an average of three but the most likely outcome is one under that two once again interesting i didn't expect that to happen quite that often. So the average wounds is a pretty solid indicator. It's not the most accurate way. Because we've got an, a wall at zero, we cannot get less than zero wounds. So we're stuck there. So it throws our averages off. Now, the problem with this distribution is that it does not take into account the maximum number of wounds. It's dealing purely with the average number of wounds per turn. So it doesn't know there's a limit. So what it does is it means the numbers are all slightly lower than they should be because they go up infinitely high. They go up as high as they want. So what I've actually done is, once again, blacked it off to the number of possible wounds. So it can only go up to, in this case, 40 wounds, but hidden behind the black numbers is actually a very, very minute chance of getting other things. This is, unfortunately, the, the disappointment part, disappointing part of the Poisson distribution for what we're doing. Now, for those who want to know, this is basically the probability of K events... In an interval so the probability of k events which we talk about say two wounds being our k two being k wounding being the events is the average number of wounds and we're going to call this lambda so lambda to the power of k the k events so in this case we've got an average of three wounds so it's three to the power of two times uh, euler's number e to the power of negative lambda so the negative average here now, this is a way of, of creating exponential distributions. Uh, it's a little bit complex. I'm not going to go into too much details. And then that's all divided by the case so the number of events factorial. So this is a way of distributing it and it works reasonably well. It's actually quite an elegant formula. So this has a, been a nice way of putting in the column there. And this gives me some really solid knowledge for, for multiple targets. And I can start looking at things like Okay, well, let's have it say some of them move and some of them don't. So half my shots are moving or, or whatever. So that's enough of the nitty-gritty behind that. Let's go and do some examples. So first thing I'm going to use this spreadsheet for is comparing what's better. Let's say I have a, a warband of 10 Merkwood Rangers. So let's fill that in. So let's go 10 shots. Let's put the shoot value to 3 plus for the Merkwood Rangers. Strength of the weapon is going to be 3 because it's Elf Bow. Defense of the target, uh, let's keep it at 5. Did the shooter move? Not at the moment. Let's say no in the ways. We've got clear shots. That's amazing. Definitely not a poison weapon. And let's go, let's say we've got, uh, let's say we've got 3 turns. I think that's reasonable. That's a a solid amount for not moving Elves. If you can set that up, you're pretty happy with that. You're probably starting quite a way away. So at the moment, we've got 10 shots, 3 plus. Shoot value strength 3, defense 5 very good chance of wounding. So the probability per hit is 22%. Average number of wounds per turn is going to be two. The average number of wounds total, so over the three turns, is going to be basically close to seven. Now what this means is that using my binomial distribution, which will be accurate at this point, because I haven't got multiple targets, the most likely number of wounds is actually six. So the average wounds is seven, most likely number is six, and it's Somewhere between 5 and 8 is definitely in the expected range. So over half the times I'm going to get a number between there, and the other times it's less than half. Interesting part is the chance of doing 4 or more wounds over my 3 turns is going to be a very high 90, 93%. So there's a pretty good chance. The the most likely number I said once again was 6 wounds, but there's a, a 2 thirds chance of getting six or more wounds, so very high chance of getting more wounds than that, so the average is not always the best indicator now, I want to compare that what if I moved, and I let's say I can get oh, let's say I can get five turns if I move, so I'm going to do direct comparison underneath that, I'm going to take my ten shots in the warband, once again my shoot value is four plus, strength of my weapon is three, defense five all good, and then instead of leaving the did the shooter move at zero I'm going to put it to one so suddenly, my chance of hitting per shot goes down to a 17% chance. My average wounds per turn is 1.7. But because I've got five turns, I've got a higher average wound total. I've got 83 percentage there. So that's a, a very good way of me looking at saying, well, is it worth moving? Is it not worth moving? Overall, in that situation, absolutely. So we look at the numbers here. And it increases my chance quite a good amount. So suddenly my most common number is down, is up at eight wounds instead of the the six wounds. So an extra two wounds as the most common result. And then say the chance of getting uh, nine wounds is just under 50%, whereas before it was 20%. So I'm getting much higher return on my wounds with the, the more turns there. And I can play around with it as well. Like what happens if, let's say for the first 10 the first shots, that I've got a 4 bus in the way, which is probably a bit more realistic. But let's say I can do the same amount of turns, so three turns, but I'll move and not get the in the way. So once again, I can look at my results and say, well, if I stand there and shoot and don't move, and I've got the in the way, I'm going to be looking at three wounds average. And then if I'm looking at basically the same thing, but moving to avoid the in the way, I'm looking at five wins average. So once again, a better result for the moving. So you can see when it's a good example to move and when it's not and play around with that with the direct comparison. You can also throw together a bunch of shoot values. So let's say I've got uh, four of the Mirkwood rangers with the in the way. I've got four that have moved but don't have the in the way. I've got three shots with... Oh, uh, let's, no, let's go Legolas' auto hit. Let's go one shot with Legolas' auto hit. So strength of weapon, once again, three... Defense target will do three. Did the shooter move? It's irrelevant, so we can click whatever. In the ways don't really matter for that. Actually, that's something that I have to look at because it might be that they they do count for that auto hit. So I'm going to keep them at zero for that, but I'll have to fix the spreadsheet later on. And let's say he's got three turns as well. And then let's say we've got some hobbits as well who are going to get one turn of their strength one weapons. Strength of Weapons. They're going to go at Defense 5 as well. They're 3 plus to hit. Let's say I've got 12 of them. They're definitely not poisoned. They... uh, No, let's not get them in the way. Let's keep it clear for them. So, basically, my total now... I'm doing an average of under 6 wounds. And then my poison Distribution tells me that the most likely result is that i'll get five wounds so my average is just under my my most likely result is under my average but of course there's percentage to go higher than that as well so i can start predicting what sort of wounds i can do what i've noticed across the board is the number of wounds that you can be expected to do is very low it's v- unlikely you're going to win a game with shooting if the opponent comes at you If they run at you you're probably not going to win the game of shooting but shooting is so important. Even the slow chances of wounding is very important. So you you want to have the shooting, you want to use it to control the movement, but don't over-expect it to do a lot. People tend to think it's gonna they're going to get two or three wounds a turn, which is usually not the case. You need to have some very powerful shooting to get that high. And even then, there's a very good chance of you getting small amounts of wounds as well. So hopefully this addition to the spreadsheet becomes useful I'll put the link up in the show notes of where you can get this I'll do my best to, to fix up any glitches in it as we go I'm probably just going to put it out at the moment that auto hit thing that I just found out there so if you're using an auto hit please don't put in the ways because it that, that doesn't work I'll change that when I get a chance and I'll keep going with this segment I'm going to keep keep making some more additions to the spreadsheet It takes a little while to do this because I play around with this and I'm not an expert at Excel or, or mathematics really but I'll do my best to, to get some numbers down and hopefully we can enjoy this. Thanks for listening. Oh, In addition, um, I'm basically going to re-release the episodes from this series in back into the main podcast so people can find them. The first episode was in the Orcs uh, episode, which I think was episode 17 offhand, and I'm going to bring it back out so we can listen to that separately. So I'll release that probably the day or so after this one so that people can listen back to that. And then, yeah, please give me some feedback on this. If I've obviously got my maths wrong or anything, please correct me on it. I'm happy to fix that up and to learn from it. Probability is not an area I've done a huge amount of study in and I'm actually enjoying looking things up and discovering bits about it. So it's it's all been fun for me and hopefully it's of some use to you. That's it for now. Remember, traps win games.